Three, two, one. We choose. We choose to be stand-up comedians. Not because it is based. Not because it is based, but because it is cringe. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Greg Grand Adrian's uh, movie podcast, not secret podcast. We're not stealing anymore. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> What's been up, McGregor? What, uh, we got any other movie news before we get into Oscars? We're, we're going to talk the Oscars today. Before we like look at the categories, I wanted to... I mean, we can talk about this once we get to that category. But the, uh, we'll, we'll just talk about it when we get there. Uh, actor in sporting role. Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro. Maybe we should announce that we're I mean, talking about the Oscars I don't even before know. we start talking about the Oscars. We had to pause. Maybe we should yeah. start over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hard, hard uh, reset. Nah, we're good. You, okay. guys are, you guys, you guys are, you guys are part of the part of the process. We love our fans. Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna go over the categories, having fun. We got them all pulled up here. I don't know. I don't really. Did you see any poor things? Poor things. I might watch it. I want to watch. Poor, I've always ever since the trailer dropped, yeah. I wanted to watch it, but I never got around to it. I'll probably check it out now that it's nominated. But yeah. What's your Oppenheimer takes? Robert Downey Jr. was nominated. That makes best. sense. I are you an Oppenheimer guy? I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a I'm, 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 I mean, you you big big on Oppenheimer? Are we gonna. Are you low on Oppenheimer? Eh, I, I, just, I honestly thought Barbie was more of a good time. I was just bored as hell in the theater. I, went, I got up and pissed like three times, dude. Anytime, like, a, oh, you, okay, well that's your problem. You got no, I mean like, <laughs> if, a, if a movie can grip me, it can like shut down my bladder. Like there are times whenever I'm just like, I just like can't even think yeah, about pissing. Yeah, you were watching whenever, like Avengers Endgame. Dude, whenever, whenever I watched the Hunger Games for the first time, like, was, <laughs> no, no, no shade, no, nothing. The, the Hunger Games, like that first scene, it gets you like, like when, when you're like the last person, last two people alive in Fortnite, dude. You're just like your heart's pounding. That's how the Hunger Games got me before Fortnite came out, and I, I have to give it to, to the Hunger Games. I'm so happy that we're both Generation um, Z yeah. because <laughs> you're you're choosing the right cultural institutions hey, to, <laughs> to kind of face your. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll fuck I'll fucking throw give my flowers to anybody that can make me make my heart pound that hard. Yeah. So but. supporting role, we got some good names up here. Some clear Robert De Niro kills the Flower Moon. I think Ryan Gosling might. Brian Gosling will shot probably it. win it, I would say. You want to do um, early predictions? Uh, yeah, I'll probably go him or Robert. Yeah. I think Oppenheimer's going to get a lot of awards. Yeah, definitely. That's been kind of my vibe. Yeah. But I would go for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That is that is my choice for supporting actor. I mean, he was great. We'll, we'll have to De Niro play. was amazing, but De Niro's, you know. Should we? You want to do our prediction now and try to, uh, I can categorize, I can like, like, Write them in a spreadsheet later. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, so I'll, I'll choose Ryan Gosling now. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going RDJ. Yeah, we can we can choose the same or choose different. Mm-hmm. We'll go through Barbie real quick. Uh, costume oh, no. design. Costume design. I guess. Uh, I haven't seen Napoleon. I haven't seen Me four neither. things. Um, Barbie had some cool shit. Cool shit. Uh, I think Barbie takes it. Kills of the Flower Moon had some cool. Kills of the Flower Moon had some shit. had some great stuff going on. Had some yeah. good historical stuff. But Barbie, like that, they, they were just like. Uh, up like doing everything yeah. you know like, like kills the flower moon yeah. it was like it's it, it's more of a uh excellent because they they were so focused on like the cultural accuracy yeah. and stuff but barbie that i seem that they I, I think they were you know yeah, cooking. They, yeah they, they had, like, <laughs> for so specifically costume design yeah, yeah. i think I'd, I'd go barbie yeah. has my vote I and know. i think they're gonna win it too i don't i don't see how oppenheimer could get it that's just that shit was yeah <laughs> should i see napoleon a lot of people a lot of people are really out on what's his name, the guy that made it. Uh, Arguably, as Ridley. two guys with a movie podcast, we should have seen all these movies. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that's not about how many movies you've seen. It's about how well you can talk about movies. That's my mm. thing. 
Adrian 2024. Take that, <laughs> take that one to the bank, folks. <laughs> um, we going here. I, I guess we can both agree on Barbie. Yeah. I really can't see anything else. Yeah, I think Barbie takes it, and Barbie also is. My everything favorite. else is like everything else besides Barbie is like a period thing. I'm not, I don't know what Poor Things is, but Poor Things, from what I've seen, had like Emma Stone still shots. Mm-hmm. Seems like she's had some cool stuff on. Ah, makeup and hairstyling. Next category. <laughs> Dang, I actually don't know a couple of these movies. <laughs> Is it Maestro? I mean, that's kind of, that feels kind of anti-Semitic <laughs> to put Maestro up for makeup and hairstyling. I'm not fucking gay, I'm not gay enough to notice the makeup. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, live action short film? We haven't seen any of it. Well, I've yeah. seen that wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Oh, yeah. So I guess that has my vote by default. Oh, also, not the Wes Anderson yeah. short I'd give an Oscar to if that Probably. came out this year. I'd give it to The Swan. They did, for sure. I, didn't, I didn't know he was doing multiple. Shorts. I, I don't, I'm surprised uh, the Asteroid City didn't get anything. I like yeah, that, that was an amazing movie. I, I, I'm sure. not even huge on Wes Anderson, but I really enjoyed that. Or I haven't just I haven't seen many of his things. I need to watch more after I like that a lot. Uh, animated short. Sure, like, again, we <laughs> are, we are yeah. so poorly yeah, not prepared for this. We'll do it. This is our pre. This is our pre. Uh, just hold on. War yeah, is yeah. over. Inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Oh yeah. <laughs> they Yoko made a was... <laughs> Beatles or post Beatles John Lennon Yoko Ono. Oh, dude, that's animated that actually short. Is, that's actually got my vote by based <laughs> on that. That's like Academy like fucking chum right there. Mm. That is easy. That's like easy money. I don't know. But dude, we should do, we should actually bet on. You can actually go to sports betting apps and bet on the Oscars. Yeah, we should lose all of our money. Dude, like, but but like <laughs> no, but like if you bet bet on Parasite uh, to win. Best foreign film, the year it was nominated for best picture. It's like, what else is gonna win? Like, mm. that's free money, bro. You could just bet the house yeah. on that. <laughs> okay, adapted screenplay. We, sh- the zone of interest. That's not out internationally yet. Oh really? Right. I have no idea. That's like a German or a British film. I'm pretty sure. It's coming out like this week. Mm. And, that, and I've heard a lot of great things about that. I've seen American Fiction. I think a few times. Um, what is this? American Fiction. That that one's uh, Jeffrey Wright's in it. Uh, it's about like a black author, and uh, uh, he feels like uh, it, and he ma- writes these like very you know, quote unquote white stories you know using like, you know not writing in like dialect no, and writing about the black experience in like a stereotypical way. So then he starts doing it under a pen name to. So it was a black guy pretending to be white or white. No, he, he's just black. writing what he wants, uh-huh. and all of the stuff he writes, like all his his publishers stuff, like you know you're. Black, you know, you'd probably get more success if you wrote about black people. But really, what they're saying is like racist caricatures, gangsta vibes. You know, uh, it's a very interesting idea. I haven't seen it though. But how's Barbie adapted? Barbie's not an original idea. It's created by Raya Perlman. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll give it. I'll give it up. I'll give it up. Yeah. How's Oppenheimer? Is it a biography? Oppenheimer's based on a book, American uh, Prometheus. I'm surprised Killers of the Flower Moon's not fucking oh, on here. That's a yeah, whole snub right there. Well, I, I didn't think it was a very good ad- adaptation myself, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was this next? Uh, what were we on? Uh, original screenplay. Original screenplay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, God, out of all of Have these... Have you seen the holdovers? God damn, I need to watch more movies. Out of all these, I'd give it to May, December. How many of you... Damn, you're a movie guy. Have <laughs> 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 you seen all these? I need, uh, the only one I've, like, I even... Like have had interest in is is the the holdovers and the maestro because I know Bradley Cooper has like a racist nose on it on him. Yeah. It. Um, God, but have you seen maestro. all these? 
Uh, no, like, I've seen May December. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to see the holdovers. It looked really good. Yeah, me too. I like Sideways. You ever? Anatomy of a Fall. That'd be good to watch. You ever fucked with Sideways? Uh, not fucked with Sideways. That's really good. Uh, yeah. Alexander Payne. Uh, what are we on? Actress. Supporting actress. Fuck. I can't. Okay. Yeah, well, here we go. Supporting actress. Hmm. Um. Emily. Uh. America Ferrera. Like. I don't know. Did you Did you enjoy Barbie? Are you? I, I was. I, I liked Barbie. I had a good time watching Barbie. Yeah, it was so I liked much fun. Barbie. It was really fun. Yeah. I. Yeah. But the thing, I guess America Ferrera is the one person you'd give the nom to because she kind of is the emotional heart yeah. of the movie. People were so confused. People were like. I don't know. Do you think? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I could have thrown Greta a little director nod. That it was it probably had some, yeah. It had some fun like choices made. Like they made the the whenever the 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 guys that wrote the I Am Ken song accepted their Critics Choice Award. They were like, "You let us do this like eleven minute rock ballad, prog rock fucking thing," and it was so awesome. And it was like that was her choice, bro. She Ken was the best part of the movie. That's when I think about it. <laughs> Dudes rock. Ryan Gosling is driven with it. Ooh, original song. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's the that's what's got to win. Uh, maybe what was I made for? Because it's a more serious uh, song, you know, and it's more, I I don't know. Um, that's what I would vote for actually. I don't even remember that one. I was <laughs> that one doesn't have the TikTok cred. Like what I'm just kidding. What was Candace. I made for? And you haven't heard that song? You didn't hear that's it at That's something you know. But I, I do, I remember the, Come on. The, the, the Lizzo song's more memorable than that one to me. Yeah. <laughs> when I wake, that one, that's it. I like Lizzo after that one. I liked her whenever she started Wait, did they shaming. put the fl- uh, song from the Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie? Yeah, that's, oh yeah. Fuck <laughs> off, that's dude. So what are you saying to me? Oh, we gotta talk about, we gotta hurry up and get to the movies, because I got some takes on that fucking, <laughs> on that, on this whole, like, mm-hmm. ah, whatever. Yeah, talk about snubs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Document. We don't know anything about that. Well, um, yeah, hold up. There was the one before. Do we, this one? Nope. Right after. This one. Keep in the original, original score. score. Oh, okay. There we go. This is what we're fucking talking about right I here. Yes, Oppenheimer. That's fucking like, Dial of Destiny is on here. Fuck just cause, off. Just because it's John Williams. Well, if they sure. give it to him, because I, I don't know if John Williams has any Oscars. Oh, has he not won? Maybe. I don't know. I don't uh, know. But if, if this is like, if they're like, oh shit, we forgot to give John Williams an Oscar, uh, Oscar, I'm going to burn down the account. Dial of Destiny. Come the fuck on, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah, gonna, I'd give it to Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's that's the one. I, I, I really I, liked Flower Moon a lot. But yeah, it's Oppenheimer for sure. Yeah, I don't remember much. from. I like the... The mix with like the native chants that they had, but mm-hmm. I don't really remember much other than that. Uh, documentary feature film. Not don't seen know any of these. Anything, so we're gonna skip it. <laughs> Maybe come back to it later. Uh, documentary short film. God, I love us so much. We were yeah. like, hey, let's do a movie hey. podcast. Hey, bro. It's not about the movie you see. <laughs> I'm going to watch all these. Internet, you see Zone of Interest. They're from, yeah, United Kingdom. Oh, okay. So, fuck. Yeah, this is our preliminary Oscars yeah. Oscars talk. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch we're gonna all. Up. We're gonna try to watch we're gonna all study of these up anyways. On some, on some ones yeah. that look fun. Uh, so what was on international, international film? Okay, now we're on to animated. animated. Boy in the Heron for sure. Spider Man was good. Uh, Boy yeah, but then <laughs> it's like I, half oh, a yeah, movie. It's got it's got to be. It's got to be. I I think it's funny they put a Pixar movie up every time, especially yeah. when like they suck now. Pretty much. Did you see uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish? It no. Was, it's really good. We should. I'll recommend that one day. It's so much fun. It's like one of my 
favorite animated movies lately. Um, animated film. Uh, now we're on production. Production design. design. Barbie oh. was really good because it had the yeah. story of. It's probably gonna win because it had the story of. Uh, I guess we haven't cataloged our answers of what we thought it was gonna win. We'll do that later. I think Barbie's gonna win because of. Uh, they had they had the story of like they caused a shortage of pink paint. Like yeah. A shortage of pink paint whenever they were making the fucking houses and that's fun. But Oppenheimer's always also probably got to be. I don't know. What do you, what's your? What would you be your take on this? I I think they're gonna go Barbie, of course, yeah. because the production design is insane in Barbie. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, Oppenheimer's is pretty great. Um, and Killers of the Flower Moon. I mean, it's just like you know, I'm sure building a, a, a old west town yeah. is pretty difficult to do nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, I think this goes to Barbie. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, that, uh, that city and that city that they built in the middle of the desert in Oppenheimer was pretty cool. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, nominated film, film editing. Ooh, there we go. Here's my here's my, here's yeah, my category. Right, what's your baby? take on that one? <laughs> all right, so all these got all these editors suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Thelma Schoonmaker Thelma, sucks. Thelma, Thelma, listen, listen, babe. <laughs> oh, listen, she's hey, my babe. goat. Hey, babe. She's my goat. She's my goat. Give it to her, just even though I don't like the movie. The editor of Poor Things is another Greek guy named Yorgos. <laughs> Wait, did we already have a... Uh, the Greek? director of Poor, Poor Things is Yorgos Lathrovos. Oh, God, these Greeks are taking over, dude. These fucking Greeks taking over. God. <laughs> but probably, they might get it. Killers of Flower Moon. Yeah, yeah I, I think, yeah. She's got a big name. She's probably Flower gonna, Moon, for yeah. sure. Um, Sound. Sound. The creator is such a funny... <laughs> I, I'd give it to Oppenheimer. You gotta give that's it to Oppenheimer. That's the only yeah. one I've seen, honestly. But that's, like, Mission dude, Impossible is oh, a sound I, I got a, fun. I got a fun story. I don't know if I've told you. Whenever I saw Oppenheimer, I, uh, I was in the theater, and there was like some, or like like during Oppenheimer, it's three hours long. There's a lot of like very very silent scenes, as you know. And there was like some girl, two seats down from me with with her friends that just couldn't be like silent during the, the scenes where it needed to be silent. <laughs> yeah. breeze. She was like. It was like, <laughs> she was like making jokes the entire time. It was the worst experience. I was so pissed because, like, you know, like when the bomb goes off, it's like fire, 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 and it's so quiet. And she's like, <laughs> it was a fun story, though. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like Oppenheimer as much as I should. God damn, where are we? Uh, Film editing, we just uh, sound, blah, blah, blah. visual effects. Visual effects. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, I haven't uh, seen many of these movies. I don't think anything should go to the creator. That's... The Napoleon trailer looked pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians uh, of the Galaxy? I mean, I'm sure, why not? God, I've heard go amazing up. things about Godzilla Minus One, though. Oh, yeah. I've heard, I have heard, I've heard that's, heard. like, a really good movie. There are people that are just, like, they're just, like, completely obsessed with, like, the kaiju... Uh, it's a fun kind of, genre. Yeah, people, I, it's, was, it's got a lot going yeah. on. It's storied, you know. Yeah, people just like support that shit no matter what. It's pretty cool. Cinematography. There we go. Um, definitely. I like that they put El Conde up. Uh, I didn't expect El Conde to show up in the, the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw. God damn. Yeah, we're just thinking of uh, movies that are, that are not. Yeah, here. We, we totally should. Just... No, but I, I'd give this to Flower Moon. I think. Mm. I'd yeah, get, was like I think Oppenheimer's great. gonna get it, but I'd give it to Flower Moon. Yeah. I think Oppenheimer's gonna get most of these, even though. Yeah, Oppenheimer's gonna sweep up. Yeah. People love Noli. Uh, Top left. 
This? Yep. Lead uh, actor. There we go. There we go. Um, Damn, I didn't realize Polly got a lot together. Rustin up. Ah, come on. <laughs> oh, I, I, like, I haven't seen the holdovers, but I love Sideways. I'm going to try and go Paul Giamatti, but Killian's probably going to get it. Killian's going to get that for sure. Yeah. Or maybe they might give it to Bradley Cooper if they don't give him any other Oscar, you know? Yeah. This, this is like Killian's category. This is his year to get this. Yeah. This is going to be Lily Gladstone. It's going to be so... Yeah, actress in the leading role. It's going to be so good for... It for, has to be. For the woke media. Lily Gladstone. <laughs> I mean, honestly. No, she was really good. If it's not Lily Gladstone, I mean, that that's it. It's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Directing. Directing. Going, going uh, Greek. <laughs> no. I think Oppenheimer will get it, but I would give it to Killers of the Flower Moon. Ladies and gentlemen, how about Matt Johnson? <laughs> How about him, huh? How about Matt Johnson? Wouldn't that be an interesting Wouldn't that be fun if we gave that Canuck his flowers? Our huge. And here's the big one, the big dance. Okay, best, best picture. picture. A lot of a lot of noms up here. Wow. I I think Oppenheimer's gonna get it. People fucking love it. I would personally give it to Killers of the Flower Moon. I can't. <laughs> I or I, I for my money's on Oppenheimer. My heart's. I, I, I guess, yeah, I guess I have to put my heart on Killers of Flower Moon, even though I don't like it very much. Yeah, I'd like Killers of Flower Moon. My heart. These are some good best pick decisions, like, uh, noms, comparatively. Have you seen The Maestro? Uh, no, or? I just, I know I know how people talk about movies. Yeah. And there's just some movies, you know, you know when you watch, like, an Oscar nom set up, and yeah. then you're like, no one has ever talked about this movie. Yeah. Right? Like even though I'm I'm sure Maestro sucks, in every conceivable way. Yeah. <laughs> like I get why it got nominated, right? Because yeah. I'm sure I, I think a lot of people do like that movie. Yeah. But like last year's, there was like four. There's like maybe I think four movies where people were like, this movie does not simply exist. Yeah. <laughs> what's your my favorite? My favorite. Uh, what's your be favorite Best Picture winner? I guess mine. The only one I'm thinking of. The reason I asked this question because I love Birdman. Birdman mm. fucking deserved it, and Michael Keaton deserved Best Actor, but he didn't get it. It's did, so dumb. Did No Country get Best Picture? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. I don't know. That would be my... I don't really pay attention to the Oscars all that much, because most of my favorite movies are, like, outside of the yeah. Oscar frame of reference, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The... the um, like, like, Birdman, like, it's, it's so wild that it got, like, selected for a... Um, just look up best picture winners. I'm just gonna look up this real quick so we can reduce it in a second. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Alright, we're cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> I like the autofill. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I'm, I, the only reason I brought that up, do you, are, you a, are you a Birdman fan? I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, actually. Should. I'll, I'll recommend that one. That, that was like right before I like learned that movies were cool and you need to pay attention to them yeah that one that one's got some really like interesting mm -hmm. cool takes that's on actually a good Marvel question media. for the pod what was the movie you saw that made you realize like oh movies are cool and i need to watch so much of them and care about them deeply? maybe that one dude that, that yeah. one that one got me it was like 2013 it was like yeah, after yeah. it won best picture and the the director he's a 
I love my Mexis bro. My best yeah. friend's a Mexican dude. He's mm-hmm. Alexander Iñárritu. The yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's a great director. He directed yeah. fucking Morris Peros. That's a really cool movie. The Revenant. Too. I saw. Yeah, the oh, yeah. That was a great I need to watch. Movie. I still haven't watched The Revenant though. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, maybe we should do an uh, Iñárritu. Yeah. For, for me, feature. it was uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's always fun because I think about. I try to ask people because like it's always something that is good. But maybe not as good as that person personally feels about it, you know. Wait, so it's like subjective, like right? Like, it's like the most subjective. It's like it's just something that moved you, and you didn't know why, yeah. and you had no reference, so you had no reason to like be apprehensive about yeah. it. And it's like it's very kind of like it's like a raw, unfiltered enjoyment that I that I always really like hearing about. Yeah. You want to get to this? These yeah, movies? let's do our movies. Yeah, yeah. All so right. this episode. We usually do two movies that are kind of tangentially related. They've got like a similar theme, or they're trying to do something. Uh, what? Uh, but this time we decided to do not just three movies, but three movies made by the same guy. We're doing a Matt Johnson, uh, <laughs> I guess, Triple deep career analysis. <laughs> not even deep, bro. You gotta watch Nirvana the Band of the Show. That's true. I do. We don't, have, to we do don't have time, bro. We don't we're doing. Time. We're doing his. <laughs> Filmography, yeah, his, specifically. all his feature films. Yeah, he's got the Dirties, the op- or Operation Avalanche, and Blackberry, which is probably what most people yeah. are aware of. Blackberry, Glenn Harrington, he's the man for hooking up with him. Okay. But we're gonna talk about the Dirties right yeah. now. Dirties is from 2013 by Matt Johnson, starring uh, Josh Bowles, Matt Johnson, and the other guy, Owen Williams. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really interesting. It's about uh, it's it's like in the wake of Columbine. It's uh, like. I really like like to like making a school shoot like they, these guys were in high school whenever that shit happened and to make a school shooting movie before like school shootings became like what what the fuck ever like they are now which is sad like this this movie yeah this, this movie, movie this, was made a year after Sandy Hook yeah this, this movie was like really rough for the time and, yeah uh, but like I don't, I'm like, sure this was very uh, 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 polarizing at the time yeah but uh, what was your what were your takeaways? What you, what you, what you I really liked thoughts? it. I yeah. really liked this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I thought um, it was very raw. And I think it's like a, kind of the perfect idea for like, I don't have enough budget for a movie. Have, yeah. what, what do I make? And it's like, yeah, found footage that uses my high school. Or like a high school. Maybe yeah. not. It's probably not their high school. <laughs> Dude, the fun, you should just like watch interviews. They, they talk about all the tricks and shit they did. Like they didn't have anything for this movie they yeah they, they just yeah. like kevin smith know, knew about <laughs> them through the web Ke- show and gave them money to, to make it right kevin smith is the man bro he, <laughs> he appears in the nirvana the band the show in an episode too he's so cool but um yeah these guys like just like i'm gonna be dick riding this entire episode these guys are the future of filmmaking i really want, <laughs> i like i really want people to just support them more and give them money so they can widen their production company and do more creative stuff because they're like like one thing that I love about their like the like the first two Operation Avalanche and the Dirties is like the the cameraman and like one of them's Andy Appel and one of them's jo- or Jared something and Rob Jared Jared Rab yeah and they um yeah I like uh, I like or it's just really cool to like even during Nirvana the band the show they're like kind of like omnipotent like they don't even like they they are characters there are cameramen yeah. there but they like it's usually between Owen and Matt or jay and matt the the uh the music teacher in the dirties that was right. that, that's jay from nirvana the man the show if you haven't seen any clips but uh i don't know i'm hogging the time 
Let me give me. You got any notes? You got any takes? You got any um, things you had to things you had to bring up about it? Uh, I think uh, what's interesting about this movie um, that uh, they kind of lose in Operation Avalanche, and then they kind of bring back in Blackberry, mm-hmm. is that they they um, it's a found footage movie, right? But they uh, aren't afraid to do a shot that's like clearly not within the quote-unquote rules of found footage right like most found footage movies they're very dedicated to the idea that like there's a character behind the camera and he's part of it and they're fucking like they have to like be in a place that makes sense and filming it in a way that makes sense but the dirties they 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 do shots that are like very far away and like they 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 record conversations that are very personal i never even like thought of it as like a found footage thing but it's like it's really cool it's like a found footage thing of like a like really good film students that like know how to really put together a movie so like the footage you're gonna find is like like pretty well shot and like like they they want i don't know the yeah like they know it's a found footage movie but they're also like the the found footage is is limited and like we should like we should just shoot some shots kind of Mm normal-ish um uh it's it's interesting when you know that this movie is about a school shooting yeah and 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 you're just kind of dreading it (laughs) coming up every time like like every every character beat i thought this was surprisingly well written yeah um and well acted yeah uh i i think Matt Johnson knew, like, what him and Owen are as, like, actors. Yeah. And, and people, and he was, like, able to write for them, because they're, I think they're, like, real-life friends, right? Yeah. They're pretty... They, yeah, they have a couple interviews together where yeah. they're film school buddies and mm-hmm. shit. So, like, he knew that, like, these two guys, like, these two guys are, like, kind of awkward nerds yeah. who maybe have a bit of a chip on their shoulder about, you know, how they're treated. Uh, uh... I love his descent, dude. I love just, Yeah, like, his, how... his, his psychopathy was really interesting. Yeah, his, his... like... Oh, oh, like he, like he's he's such like a psychopath. He's like, he like gets Owen in with like the cool crowd, like as yeah. part of his plan. That's like Owen's like Owen couldn't have even like done that himself. But like Matt's like being a psychopath. He was like, hey, let me do this perfect thing because I'm perfect at putting this face on to get you into this crowd. It's really, I'm blanking. <laughs> but yeah, but, the dirties is really good. Um... Uh, yeah, the school shooting topic, I thought oh, it was, like, I, I guess about as respectful as you could do yeah. it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, the... I, I, there were certainly times when I was watching it where I was, like, uh, I don't know how much thought they put into that particular it's just... angle, but, um, like, the like the scene where he's putting GoPros yeah. on the lockers, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's, yeah, like, dude. really fucking, like, gut-wrenching, yeah. and I really liked that. A cool, a cool, uh... And he was, like, framing the... He was, like, doing walk pasts and looking back at the camera, and I was just like, god damn, that's, that's fun. Because it's, really, it's, it's a movie kind of about, like, losing yourself. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, the, the, uh, like, how the, like, the kind of commentary it makes whenever the... The, the janitor just lets him in. It's like, oh, you students? And he's, like, carrying a big bag, like, literally full of it's guns. It's full of rifles, yeah. shotguns, and shit. That, uh, but that, the, that's, a, that's a cool part of the indie filmmaking behind-the-scenes thing. Like, they, they like, got to rent this rent this high school, like, on a weekend for a day and, like, mm-hmm. hired a local, like, middle school actor group. Like, if you look at the kids, like, they're not high schoolers at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They just, uh... Well, they, that's, like, part of their filmmaking <clears throat> style is they like doing impromptu yes, shit dude. with, like, non-actors who aren't necessarily aware there's yeah, a... Nirvana, the band of shows, yeah. like, like, cranks that up, dude. They, like, 
they they make the entire like I think that's how they made this movie. They've said in interviews before is like they make it in the editing room more mm-hmm. than like wh- whenever they're shooting. They like just get a shit ton of footage and do reshoots if they need to, but like make it up as they go. There yeah. there is one bit in this movie that uh, maybe oh, yeah. has aged terribly. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What are you talking? I'm gonna go to my when, notes. What are you talking about? <clears throat> when they're watching the first cut of. Um, the Dirties movie uh-huh. where they do the fake yeah, shooting dude. and it cuts to Matt Johnson <laughs> yeah, just blackface. in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, die you cocksucking motherfucker. <laughs> I love the, I love like the footage of like their movie they're actually making in the scene where they like edit the teacher. Yeah. Like a fuck. <laughs> Cause they're perfectly playing these guys that like want to, reinvent Pulp Fiction. Yes, you dude. Know? Oh, that's yeah. like every high school filmmaker. Yeah. Just some guy who's like, I want to fucking just shoot guns and big blood and swear a lot. That's know? why That's why you would love Matt Johnson's... That's why you, you should be a Matt Johnson dick writer like me because he is a film nerd. He's seen... Oh, yeah. He's seen Yeah, shit. just the sheer did, amount of references. Did you... Did, are you a... Have you seen fucking Being John Malkovich? Yeah, I got it, baby. I got the I got the Criterion. No big deal. <laughs> but uh, the yeah, I love the references, and they like. I think they actually had to pay for the being John Malkovich score later in the movie. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, that that was one thing they actually had to spend money on, which sucks. But I, love I like it. the end where they do the outro sequence. It's just like a bunch of oh, ripoffs yeah. of movie logos. I love him. I love him like editing it before too, and he's just like. <clears throat> getting ready he's like oh, you're gonna edit this in after i do the shooting right like, <laughs> like, I love, that's, that's a weird thing too like both of the cameramen are both probably psychos too for yeah yeah the cameraman happen. is like they're super cool a character but also not a character mm-hmm. i was watching it with my roommate and he was telling me like yeah the cameraman's i guess is supposed to represent like us yeah like like, like we're part of it yeah but then <clears throat> they name him he's like hey jared yeah it's like okay it's so, so interesting it's like it's like it's fun because they don't care whether or not the camera is being the quote unquote the found footage camera, or yeah, not. and I think that's um, they're kind of not to do a six segue, segue, yeah, but I think that's kind of where the av- where Operation Avalanche kind of suffers um, because it's a more loyal found footage movie than the Dirties was. Interesting, interesting. Hold on. Let me, uh, we're gonna take a break real quick. We're back. Yep, we're in. Um, so we're gonna go move on to Operation Avalanche. You want to introduce yeah. this one? Operation Avalanche, directed, written. By Matt Johnson, 2016. He's got a little more budget. Yeah. And, uh, he's got a, a couple loftier ideas. Same cast. Uh, also using their real world names. Um, and yeah, I think this one, I, th- I thought it was good still. I thought it was pretty alright. But I think it um, suffered a lot. I think there was a lot of... Um, uh, kind of anxieties in the in the filmmaking process really um, I, I, I find this one much more in, enthralling honestly I, I, i'm a i'm a big operation avalanche over the dirties guy mm, are you, are i'm you dirties over Colonel? operation Is avalanche you? yeah, yeah. I, I just i just uh like every time someone talks about them faking the faking the moon landing i just talk about like dude there's this movie where these like indie filmmakers fake like get hired by the cia to make, make the moon landing. you should watch it it's really interesting and uh I should have rewatched the interview before, but Matt Johnson he has a interview where he talks about like the moon landing, like the only piece of evidence he thinks like the moon landing absolutely could not have been faked comes comes from like where the the broadcast would have had to have been like digital like like a broadcast uh, broadcast yeah it had to be instead of <clears throat> film so and like, they had to they, transition from film to yeah. video to broadcast yeah and, and like apparently like the 
they like back back in that time they could only film like they couldn't film like as it was long very as difficult <laughs> yeah yeah that's the only like thing that or that's the one piece of evidence that got him but i mean the best parts of this movie are um when they're caring about the the craft of the movie which is like they're they're not only are they like you know making a, a nice set with the rover and the and this but they're all they also like take actual um moon truth or conspiracy theories yeah and like recreate them to like it's as like a kind of wink and like 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 it's good that like they researched what actual conspiracy yes, nuts dude. think the faking of the moon landing work they, they, <laughs> they brought in like the stanley kubrick yes, angle they I snuck in because because like the theory is that stanley kubrick did the fake yeah. moon landing but it's funnier that like they just did business espionage yeah. on Stanley like, Cooper. They got a, uh, uh, like an yeah. audio grab. I was like, how did you guys do this? Yeah, they brought the mirror. <laughs> it, it, was like, yeah. it, was, it was like, a, dude, I'm like, that's so cool. And like front screen projection. You yeah, front screen projection. That's so cool, yeah. bro. But uh, I, I love the scene. Just like it's, it's so funny. Just like the CIA got the got the information from this guy. I was like, yeah, can you sign it for my friend Matt Johnson? <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. It, it's got like. He blends humor and like like very tough drama, like right. at, at times like like even like we're going back to d- the dirties for a second like the dirties he's like a fucking monster but like I can't t- like I fucking love watching his reactions to shit like yeah that was my spoiler first like favorite parts of Blackberry is like seeing him just being like like he has like he he would kill it in the office he has like good offices office spaces mm. <laughs> I don't know but. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I, I mean, it is funny. I like the, I think the third act is the best part where it gets, like, really serious yeah. out of nowhere. Or not necessarily out of nowhere. Yeah. They hint at it, but not particularly successfully, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think they spend enough time kind of on the serious <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah. leading into the third act. Did you, did you look at look into any of the behind the scenes? A little bit, not a lot. They actually snuck in an ass. Yes, yeah, they did sneak into NASA. <laughs> and I think, like, the car, she- car chase scenes, like, Matt was actually driving, and, like, they were pretty... Like, the car chase scene was, like, one of my favorite yeah, ones. Yeah, the car chase scene was he probably was the best scene He was whipping that bitch, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, yeah. that was actually Matt Johnson's driving skills. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. I don't know, I just felt like... <clears throat> maybe parts of it could have been found footage. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was too... Like, it was too found footage like and and it made less sense yeah. because they wanted to increase the scale of the filmmaking, so they added a second found footage character, and both of them don't didn't look particularly sixties. I don't know if you noticed wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean second? <laughs> they had a second cameraman that was oh. also that, that they could cut to. Oh yeah. And but he was also another character in the movie. Oh, like so he had like a two man yeah. found footage yeah. squad that could, was like, distracting you yeah. from everything. Um, I didn't. I I didn't feel that, but I, I'm. You should, I, I'm not. I'm not. I think I'm. I think I'm opinion. pretty critical of the found footage. Yeah. Genre as it is, but I do think this movie um, uh, uh, uses it too much in a way that the Dirties was bold enough to like break the mold on. Yeah. Um, I want to show you a video after this. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to show like because like I I like I like I totally get your opinions and I I feel like the. Like, you should watch, like, Nirvana the Man of the Show really, like, tells you, like, how Matt Johnson shoots. Like, it's kind of, like, surrealist whenever he does it in the Nirvana the Man of the Show mm-hmm. with, like, how the cameramen work. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it kind of, like, goes beyond, like, found footage. It's, like, kind of just, like, these guys are there and, like, sometimes, I don't know. It's, it's, 
I, I really would like to hear his explanation on it. I don't know. I really, there's something, there's something more like artistic than like just a found footage thing. Not to disparage your opinion. No, but, and I think he completely elevates and hits that what you're talking about yeah. in Blackberry. Yeah. Um, but, I wish they, I wish they would have. I know. <laughs> it, ah, you want to transition to Blackberry? I'm bored of talking about this movie. I, I, I watched Blackberry uh, earlier today, so. I'm, yeah, yeah, I watched Blackberry a few days ago, but uh, um, but yeah, just the finishing thoughts on Opera. I, I I did think it was a good movie. I just didn't find it particularly like uh, I don't know. It, its subject matter wasn't as controversial as the Dirties, and its filmmaking wasn't as bold as the Dirties. Yeah. You know, I and, and and you know sneaking into NASA is pretty bold, but also you can't really explain that in the movie itself. I think you got me. I think you. I think you made me. You made me like the dirties better now. You're fucking good at this. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Operation Avalanche. And I, and I, I, I did watch an interview um, about Blackberry where he was describing how getting funding for Canadian films works. It's so interesting. Uh, and it's like really insidious. Yeah. So Telefilm is like the big uh, film production company in Canada, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and so, if you want to make a film in Canada, you basically like basically apply to them to yeah. help with the funding. But what they do is they're basically like, we'll back fifty percent of the funding, yeah. and the other fifty percent you're going to have to get from uh, outside investors. Yeah. And all of the outside investors in Canada, quote unquote, are all American like like sales firms Woo! and shit. <laughs> so <clears throat> I kind of wonder if maybe when he was making Operation Avalanche and he wanted to get more funding compared to what the Dirties got, yeah, um, maybe he got kind of shafted by Telefilm in that way and had to maybe make some uh, less bold decisions yeah. because of the American sales. Because because the thing about getting the other fifty percent from the American sales teams is they have like contract restrictions and shit, like 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 scripts. You know they have Final Cut and all that stuff. Yeah, and they are like the even like the like Canadian and American like rating systems are like completely different. Yeah, I don't even know if that that would apply to what Matt Johnson's trying to do and shit like that. But have you ever gotten into the like how I'm trying to find the charger? Sorry, <laughs> but um, have you ever gotten into how like different the rating systems? We're kind of getting off, getting off track. Uh, no, I only know about MPAA. I know Dude. I know a lot of people who care about ratings don't like the way America does ratings. Dude, America, <laughs> America's like wild. They'll they'll like the, the same exact sex scene between like a man and a woman will get like a PG rating, then like an R rating with like a man and a man. Yeah, or a woman and a woman is like like what are we doing, dude? Well, that's just how America works, yeah, it's right? Like, yeah. It's insane. The, a lot of, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure everyone who works at the MPAA are just ninety year old like people who were appointed by bush or something <laughs> like that you know what i mean <laughs> uh, right. um any uh we already closed our thoughts on blackberry or mm-hmm. uh, operation avalanche yeah uh, so we can wait what's uh you're rating on the dirties oh the dirties i gave four stars out of five i'll give uh i'm going uh i'll probably get the same uh, I, like I, I gave operation avalanche a three out of five it's <laughs> literally no, above a, average. I'm a ten. I love rewatching Operation Avalanche all the time, baby. I love me some Matt Johnson. But let's go to Blackberry. Blackberry. Now, Blackberry. Oh, yeah. Let me type it in. You talk to me. Is the magnum opus the like perfect conclu- Not necessarily conclusion, but like the perfect <laughs> like place you can get after making uh, you know 
um, Operation Avalanche yeah. and the Dirties. Um, like, this just feels like a fully realized, like, just like everything Matt Johnson wanted to do. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's, it's a much bigger movie. It's got a way bigger budget. Um, it's got uh, a, a strong cast. Yeah. Another thing that I think detracted from Operation Avalanche... <clears throat> is that it's the same actors, mm-hmm. and you know I don't I don't want to rip on uh, Owen Williams <laughs> as, as an actor. I think yeah. I think he does pretty good. Yeah, but like um, at some point, there's like certain things you, what you want versus what you know certain people can give you are, are two different yeah. things. And I think Owen's range as an actor worked a lot better for the dirties than it did for yeah, operation like Avalanche. High yeah and i think it was good for matt johnson and in, in making blackberry that they got him like some pretty heavy hitters yeah they got him fucking jay baruchel glenn howardson yeah. michael ironside man yeah. i mean come on dude, dude they're they're like the talking about characters it was i, I it was fun to and carrie el was just, just just being a fucking shitty businessman like a like a boomer oh, businessman that was hilarious wait, oh wait the the, the palm dude? pocket guy yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um but yeah the I, I like talking about characters the <clears throat> rewatching was really fun just to mm-hmm. see like i got didn't realize that like uh like how like control worked as like a theme in the movie yeah like how like how jay bruchel's character like he like i like i just really thought about on this rewatch the the quote of uh what do you say? Being good enough is the good enough is the enemy of humanity. Yeah, but what, what was the thing he said before? Uh, Glenn Howerton, his character said, uh, "Did you ever hear that uh, uh, perfect is the yeah. enemy of good?" Yeah, and that that just like wraps up the movie in like a perfect bow, like yeah. those things, like fucking what's his name is, is achieving perfection, and he just like ends up with like ends up with like good like less than good but like yeah but i don't know but does glenn howerton lose his humanity he kind of like loses it for a second but then he also like he gets off in like a good way and he's like fishing in his harvard t-shirt yeah, like, yeah. well i don't like i don't know what's like the uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves but like that's the thing i'm most like, confused about this movie is like what's the outcome i love the movie but like what's the like i, I love that matt johnson's character got out and got his money and right like right. fucked off like <clears throat> I, that i don't know i'm hogging but the that that one uh like I, like, I don't know why, what Matt Johnson's character in this movie, what his motivation was to stay for so long. Because, like, he still seemed, he, like, he seemed, like, completely against the Jay Bruchel, like, pretty much turning into... Yeah, but... <clears throat> I think this is a common thread. But he, but he was, like, good at the technology shit. He has like, existed in all of Matt Johnson's movies. Uh-huh. Which is, like, these best friends that yeah. are thickest thieves... And know everything about each other, and then something happens. They start growing apart, and then there's like a break, right? Yeah. And it's and it was in the dirties. It was an operation. And it's in this movie. I didn't even I, check that. Like, I'm yeah. very captivated by like the things that stay with Matt Johnson's yeah. movies, <laughs> the, the things he wants to focus on, especially this like dude, friends. You're, you're not working the show out. too. You fucking called that too. It's, oh, it's, it's all, it's all about best friends, show. dude. You're good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this man can talk movies. Let me tell you, I picked a good podcast partner, good people. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I think that's an important aspect to this movie, like all of his movies, is that, um, Doug, the characters of Doug Fregan and Mike Lazaridis, before they were these, um, you know, uh, phenom 
tech uh, geniuses. They, they were bros. they were best friends and nerds, Playing right? Fucking Stargate, yeah. Star Starfield, or whatever. Yeah, and I think what Doug, the character of Doug Freegan and Glenn Harrison's character Jim Balsley, what they represent are kind of like the two paths yeah. of failure that Jay Baruchel's character are kind of trying to balance. Where where while Doug Freegan is like he understands like morale and like being good and like doing things the way you want to do them uh which is probably uh what matt johnson represents as a filmmaker anyways right um but like <laughs> like like I, this movie like it kind of like like it, this movie like gives me more like american influenced vibes than Operation that's an, that's definitely another thing because matt johnson talked about that in an yeah. interview oh, where yeah. he was like um there's this thing that Americans have that Canadians on a societal level just don't feature, which is just like having the balls to just be like, fuck it, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 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 he describes um, like the limitations of Canadian filmmaking being like all these weird rules that are actually just maps. Uh, that He uses them more like maps mm-hmm. to find the gold, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just people kind of being afraid to risk. Right, that he, he said there was a lot of risk aversion in Canada. You know? Oh yeah, and, and, you just and, like don't want to like lose your job right. as a, as like a producer. You just like want to mm-hmm. make sure you be safe. But what yeah. were you saying? Sorry. No, no, I, yeah, that's a, a, and so I think that's important to him, and and that's what the character Jim Balsley represents for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, just like being like fuck it, let's try it something. You know, who gives a fuck? Who Dude. says what we can and cannot do? Dude, that fucking yeah, Jim like. Glenn Howerton should have had him. Like I, like as a person that freaks out at like, yeah, bullshit yeah. All, like that, he deserves an Oscar. Like that shit was so good. Like him slamming the phone. Down, like, <laughs> yeah. I could like I could totally see myself getting pissed off that bad and slamming a phone like that. Like he is the man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like I've been like I'll catch like at my my Twitter feed is filled with like sunny clips. And I just see like. <laughs> For some reason, I've just been thinking about Jim Balsley instead of... Yeah, that's been the only... He, that, that's, or sorry, that's the thing that, like, is really good about Glenn Howard's performance. You're not thinking about Dennis whatsoever. It's a completely right. different character. Unless you're, like, one of those yeah. brainless, like, Reddit fiends yeah. that <laughs> I see on, like, all the letterbox reviews being like, they just needed to use the Dennis Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yo, need to think about the implication. <laughs> you know, what about the implication, dude? Hey, man. Yeah, dude, you're so smart. You just needed. <laughs> He's a, you're so you're so supportive of. Oh uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot of actors that just that get annoyed yeah. with people that just sit there and harp on their last performances. Another really great thing about this movie, I oh, think about is the cinematography. Oh yeah. It's the same guy that did his other two movies, Jared Robb. Yeah. But he, I mean, this movie just fully elevates like what you're actually trying to do with the found yeah. footage style that the found footage style refuses, which is just this very voyeuristic, like he takes like found footage is like this, like the genre is like the skin of a movie. Uh-huh. Right. And, 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 and the way it looks is very important. Yeah. Right. But, um, uh, uh, the, the way the cinematography is in Blackberry where it's not found footage, um, but it's still like peering through, like it is found footage kind of transitions the idea that the found footage ethos is instead the blood. 
where you can then make a movie uh, look right. however you want. It, like, bl- like, blends it. Yeah, without being forced to, like, like I actually, contend with, I actually like, know the cameraman yeah, there. Yeah, the cameraman is, like, a character now yeah. and needs a reason to also be in the room. I, th- I think they just, like, they just found the sauce, you know? It's, yeah. it's very compelling filmmaking to me. That's a nice way to see it, but I do like, I do like the, I do like the character, the film, film like, just because I like Nirvana being the show, the, I do like the, the, film, the, cameramen being part of the or, uh, characters because uh or, uh, like during like whenever we saw blackberry you were there yeah like, accidentally. we accidentally watched blackberry together yeah I was, it was we, i think we, i was we, on we a date the, with my boyfriend yeah we bought the same fucking seats dude it was insane <laughs> we were right next to each other oh, yeah fucking yeah. what was i uh, i can't remember new topic uh, <laughs> we uh, i told you and your boyfriend the fucking like the we were talking about like how the Air Jordan movie and the Cheetos movie. Yeah, like, like, yeah. That, like that's another part of the of the whole ethos of this movie or the whole discourse of this movie. Yeah, Every, a lot of people have lumped it. Everybody in. lumps it in, bro. Like with this, the corporate oh, biopic it's trend. So fucking annoying, bro. I, I, like, I think it's good God. only in the fact that it'll get people talking about Blackberry. It's like, oh, they're making a movie about Cheetos, Blackberry, and Air Jordans. Wow. I bet I bet a lot of people who then go to watch Blackberry being like I bet it's gonna suck like yeah, Air and I don't even think Air sucked all that much yeah um, but I, I didn't see the Cheetos movie because that's a fake movie for fucking children <laughs> I guess I Jesus but <laughs> yeah I, I, I kind of want to see like I just kind of want like watch like Air or that uh, that uh, that stock movie the GameStop movie oh yeah that, dumb that's, money. that's also another one too that's like yeah. the same same like category it's like they're making recent movie but but this one's like like it started in the 90s it's like 30 years old by now yeah and it's like yeah. if someone in the 90s made a movie about like the 60s and mm-hmm. someone in the 70s made a movie about world war Two, it's like th- this is a this is a period piece yeah in, in, and it's a it's like a period piece where most of the people who made it at least remember a little bit about yeah. what it was like to be back there yeah. it's, it's like a very accurate or very like compelling story beyond like oh it's blackberry we remember blackberry yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you bring a recommendation? I forgot to. Um, we gotta wrap this thing up. Uh, oh, we talked about well, doing we're pretty good under the thing. Some but. Oscar watching. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of like an off pod conversation, I guess. We can go off pod, but I don't know. We're, we 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 did like one ten, hundred. We're an hour ten last week. Yeah. We did I still got thoughts about Blackberry. Though. Go ahead, Blackberry, yeah. bro. Shoot him. Um, Let's see, I think the comedy in Blackberry is elevated compared to his other works. Um, the funniest uh, thing I thought the woman, the yeah, the, the, the scene where where uh, Michael Ironside, he's like <laughs> he's he's like gotta get he's uh, there's all these new people that get hired to research in motion and he's gotta wrangle them and he's like. He's just doing like this. He's like a big Texas fuck you guy. He's yeah. yelling at everybody. He's like, you're, you're just a little boy. You're just little boys playing with your penises. Yeah. And I will turn you to men. And the camera just slowly turns and focuses in on the only girl in the room. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the funniest. Just like, the places you can find jokes. Yes, just, it's so good. It's so good, man. Makes me, makes uh, me feel like I need to watch The Office more because it feels like this is what... People describe the office as, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would just yeah. The way I feel about Blackberry is I feel like Matt Johnson has been wanting to make this movie for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that he wanted to specifically make a movie about Blackberry as a product, yeah. but just like I feel like this is like every this is like the best version of all of his techniques, all all of the things that make Matt Johnson really unique as a filmmaker and a mind and a, and a writer, all come in 
come together very beautifully here. Uh, uh, I've never seen a better example of like a, a, a filmmaker's first three films going so right yeah. compared to like other people that are contentious like Ari Aster and Robert Eggers whose third <sighs> films were both controversial even though I liked yeah. <laughs> uh, The Northman a lot. I haven't seen Bo is Afraid but I think I would be a Bo is Afraid defender just based on how I am as a fucking human being. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but those are two directors who their first two films were very lauded mm -hmm. and put a lot of pressure on them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they made two movies that are very different from their usual shit, and people like had a hard time getting used to it. But I, like, I just feel like Matt Johnson, like just Blackberry, just like fuck yes, you know? Yeah, he like he, like, he, he just really the, like, got it all on. Worked within the studio yeah. system, and like that, that's a, that's like a tough part of like even being a comedian and a director. Like you have to be able to work within the studio system once you get yeah. like up yeah. in the real ranks of shit. And like I don't know if I'm ready for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You had any more thoughts? Uh, I gave it five oh, yeah. stars out of five. I thought it was a pretty dang good movie. I think I was, I think I was going for eight whenever I was watching. Mm. Going eight on eight on Blackberry. Yeah, I don't think you can get that much better than Blackberry. I'm just sheer terms of like execution and everything really crashing together in a way that you don't like. Because I did not know anything about this movie going in. I didn't know who Matt Johnson was. I knew Glenn Howard. I knew Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of gently annoyed by the always sunny like crowd, and, yeah. like really attaching it. But Dude. I will, yeah. But just why I was like just sh like the first time I watched it, I was just shocked. Let's get a little sunny conversation in here. Seeing <laughs> that fucking like I love I love sunny to death. Amazing like, show. Yeah, the, yeah. The crowd around it is so annoying, and I feel like at, like the last season, the after the Mac dance mm -hmm. where where Danny what's his name says uh, what's his name. Danny DeVito? DeVito. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When Danny DeVito said, or Danny DeVito says, I get it. Like that, like that, I feel like that should have been the finale of the show. Like, mm. I, I watched like the first couple episodes after that. Like the, like every, every single episode before that uh, episode was like so rock solid. Like I couldn't, like every single episode, someone mentions it, mentions it to me and I'm just like, oh, that's such a great episode. But the one episode that turned me off was the, the Thunder Gun episode. Like whenever mm. they were like the, the focus group for the Thunder Gun thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that like that kind of turned me off because like that was that was the first episode. It was like, damn, I don't. Yeah. That that didn't that didn't blow me away. Like, other than that, the, rock, the show was, show was rock solid. I don't know. Have you seen? I, I haven't seen much beyond that, honestly. With but. with TV, I especially streaming TV. Uh -huh. I just watch them in like weird short bursts. Mm -hmm. And by weird, I mean I'll start like mid season. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I, the best way to, that's I guess I'm trying to emulate to like how watching cable works, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's so nice to like be in a hotel and like have cable and just like yeah. turn on like oh Comedy Central's on like they have South Park on. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. This is cable so nice. forces you to take risks sometimes. Yeah, sometimes dude. there's nothing it's you like, want on it. You're just like I'll throw this on. I yeah, you don't have to happens. watch it. You just like be on your phone, like turn the TV on, and yeah. South Park's in the background. That's you can pay attention if you want. Again, we're on risk aversion, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's too much risk aversion in streaming that and cable knew to be bold. <laughs> <laughs> Cable's really kind of like art house cinema in that sense, you yeah. know? Yeah. We need to go. <laughs> Oh god, that's such a good just two dudes Adult with their blinders up on reality, like, just being like, "Yeah, time for better." Like, cable was pretty much like 
the bohemian yeah. uh, experience for artists, writers. Going back like, to cable, like people yeah. go back with, like for vinyls. Yeah. Times were times were better in two thousand seven before before the writer strike ruined everything. <laughs> I got too, too many too much fucking healthcare. You know how, how good these writers were when they were writing to go to the doctor. God, that's a, that's like a funny character, just like a kid, like a like a filmmaking conservative. Yeah. Yeah, times were better when there was no fucking union in my set design. Yeah. <laughs> he put he puts uh, the Alec Baldwin movie where he shot that chick in his Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> the god, damn it, fucking put, the sound of freedom, rust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stuck it to these uh, uh, lady these ballers. <laughs> these crew members, they they think they own everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, trying to riff. That's funny. What do you uh, do? You have a recommendation? Uh, I forgot to tell you before. Um, but we got let's let's do the holdovers. Into the holdovers. Yeah, let's let's try yeah, let's to do some Oscar let's shit. Let's do some. Let's watch the holdovers and Nyad. You don't want to watch the Emma Stone one? Actually, yes, that's a way better idea. Let's okay. do poor things and in the holdovers. Okay, the four things holdovers, both twenty twenty three. Yep. Twenty twenty three. Emma Stone and Paul Giamatti, and one of them. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts? This uh, is a boring ending. Watch Blackberry. Watch all three of these movies. Dude, but watch uh, Blackberry. Watch Nirvana sure. the band of the show. It's the shit.